What you're about to hear is a patrons-only exclusive Sister Wigs podcast. This is a direct recording of the first commentary feed for our patrons on Patreon. Be aware up front that the audio levels may be a little off here and there, so I suggest making sure that the volume is turned down prior to listening and then adjusting as the audio stream proceeds so that way uh, you don't get blasted. So without further ado, here is my commentary for my original 2013 video of Always by Raquel Welch. And this commentary was filmed on January the 14th of 2020. Here you go. This is Heather, hello! And this is my first attempt at making a commentary feed specifically for my patrons on Patreon. Um, I've never done this before, and I know the area behind me is an absolute mess. We're in the middle of um, making a bunch of custom units, and I have been ordering a ton of samples from a ton of other companies, including stuff that we don't carry, just so I can keep my fingers on the pulse of what's going on in the industry. So we're, I mean, just between you and me, I don't have any plans to carry Wig Pro. Their stuff is made in Bangladesh and it's very tight and it's not comfortable. And while some of the colors are cute, I, I have some, some issues buying stuff from Bangladesh and Myanmar. Um, I'm not going to get too deep into that, but let's just say uh, no, I'm not really feeling it. And the wigs aren't cute enough to really justify the ethical yuckiness, so eh. Anyway, it uh, doesn't mean that I didn't at least check them out to see what was going on. So the proof is in the pudding and in the chaos that is existing in my husband's office here because it's all, it's all kind of a mess. So the video I'm going to be making a commentary about is Always by Raquel Welch and Golden Russet. This is a video that we have hidden on the site. It really proves that, yeah, I have panned wigs in the past, even from brands that I carry and that I'm not afraid to say that something doesn't meet my standards for one reason or another. And if it doesn't meet those standards, generally, I just don't sell it. <laughs> because I just, I, I don't want to do that to people. If I wouldn't want to pay for it, I'm, I'm not going to sell it like that. Anyway, just in case you're wondering what I'm wearing before I move on, um, the hair is Isabella Mono SF from our Euroline collection in Rusty Red very pretty. This wig is kind of tight on me, um, but I do really love it. I have to keep my head really, really closely uh, shaved in order to pull off any of the wigs from this brand though, because it definitely fits uh, true to average, which will be tight on me because I have an above average cap circumference. Here is always by Raquel Welch. Hi everybody, it's me again, and um, today I'm bringing you an extremely short wig review because I like this one. I really don't like this one. Um, I really don't Usually like it. when I review wigs, it's because I'm testing them out for my website to see whether or not I want to carry them. And I know this one will sell. I know this one will sell. And it kind of pains me that I hate it this much, but I really hate this wig. <laughs> I really um, did hate it. The top of it was a nightmare. It was really long and I knew it would get ratty in, a, in an instant. Almost nothing to this wig. I've put it on, I've run my fingers through it a little bit. I also didn't like the color it's on this style. It wiggy looking. The color looks really wiggy and it stinks. Like it smells 
like it had a costume. horrible smell. I still remember the smell. Why? This was like seven years ago, and I still remember the smell. Box for hair. It should be nicer than this. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I, I just, I don't like this wig. I mean, the color is called Golden Russet. And if you look at the top, and this is the one that's in the manufacturer photos. So, I mean, this is the color that Raquel Welch is wearing in the pictures. And sometimes her reds are really beautiful. They're really pretty. Some of them are really natural looking or really sophisticated looking. This one is gross. It's like... Yeah, it didn't look good in this cut at all. Yellowy blonde with like three different shades of auburn thrown in for flavor. Now I will say that this color looks cute on like editor's pick and, and um, really, really textured wigs, but does not look good on this long, long cheapy style. And I think the cheapy style part kind of is what was making that look so Nothing bad. fancy there. I mean, it's memory cap technology, but give me a break. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> sorry. I mean, I think that's just a gimmick. Um, it is a gimmick. As soon as I smelled this wig, when I opened up the box. Have you been through this? Where you get the smell and you're like, oh. If you really like this wig, I'm going to put this exact one um, on my website and just sell this one. And I'm probably never going to order this one again. Um, because. I yeah. I sold, I sold that particular model if somebody liked the way it looked on me and I didn't. If I wouldn't buy it. But yeah. I wouldn't want to sell it. And it's not because I think my taste level is that awesome. But it's just because I know that feeling firsthand of being really excited about a wig that looks really great on a model and then getting it, you know, and trying it on and being like, womp womp. <laughs> it looks nothing like what I really expected it to. Um, it just, it looks really wiggy to me. I hate that. You know, you could get the same kind of look from Forever Young for like 40, 50 bucks instead of spending a hundred. So anyway... Um, and at least there you'll get a skin cap, right? So here's the side. <laughs> the top of this always wig was so atrocious. But I knew it was bound to happen. I felt so bad um, when I saw this because on wigs.com, this looked like it had been like one of their best sellers and Vogue wigs had a ton of reviews and people seemed to really like this wig and I got it and I was like, what are they talking about? I think that it just became apparent that, you know, they were cherry picking the good reviews because it it was it was not cute in person at all. I don't mind being corrected. I just I wanna know if this wig has potential without me completely deconstructing it or styling the hell out of it. I sound shockingly similar now. <laughs> I give the same spiel in so many videos. I just, you know, I, I I try to handle them. Now I'm rambling. See, this is, I used to do all of these videos in single takes. And they could have really used some editing in a lot of cases. Now I'm going to gladly take this thing off my head. All right. Have a good afternoon. I was Bye -bye. so happy. I was so happy to take this one off because it smelled atrocious. It had that kind of like really strong heat-friendly fiber smell that you get from some fashion wigs. And that does not bother me if the wig I'm buying is cheap.
and I know that it's cheap and my intention is to like franken wig it and cut it up and customize it and make it look cute because it's a cheap wig and I don't care what I do with it. But a wig that sells for over $100, the whole point of selling it at that price point to me as someone who buys these things and wears them, if I'm paying $100 or more, I want it to basically be wearable the minute I get it home. I don't want to have to do a bunch of customizations unless I want to, but I basically want it to be good to go. And this one was just gross. I didn't even want to play with the hair because I knew that as a heat friendly wig that was that long, that if I played with it, it would just turn into a giant rat's nest. <laughs> and I just didn't see it getting better from here, even if I did play with it. I just saw it getting clumpy and gross. So I still think that was the right call. After I got this sample and I made this review, I pulled it from my site and I never added it again, even though people fought me. I mean, I, I, I don't know if they even still carry this wig because we haven't offered it since 2013 because I stuck to my guns here. But we've had people literally fight me over this very openly online where, you know, they write message board posts and stuff about how they think I'm, you know, full of beans and, you know, bluster because they wanted this wig and I didn't want to carry it. But I've been doing that this whole time where if I think something's not really worth the money, I'm not, I'm not going to offer it. Another really good example is something like Fortune by um, Ellen Villa. I thought that wig was lovely, really. But when they first released it, they wanted $700 for it. And I was like, you have got to be joking. I could buy a Remy human hair wig with a mostly hand-tied cap for that much. Are you out of your minds? And to find that they were saying that it was, you know, 100% hand-tied when it clearly had tracks in the back. I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not going to sell this. Even if it's cute, because the price that you're making me charge for it is ridiculously high. And I don't think that it's really a good reflection of anything other than a strategic marketing gimmick to say that something's European when if you said that it was German they probably wouldn't you know because most customers out there would not probably think that it had the same cachet value they'd be like oh well it's German it's like a Volkswagen that's cool <laughs> I, I don't know there's gotta be some reason why they say that they're European instead of saying they're German um, specifically because, you know, there are lots of countries in Europe. Do you think it would have the same cachet value if they were like, this is made in Portugal? I would think that sounds kind of cool, actually. But, you know, this is made in Greece. This was made in Turkey, which is on the European continental shelf. This was made in um, Croatia or the Ukraine, all of which are European countries. Would it have the same cachet value as saying that something's, Euro that something's European? Right? That's why so many of these wig companies take fake French names. The guy who created John Renault, his last name is actually Reynolds, and he's based out of South Africa. So he's not French in the slightest. He just took, gave his company a French name because it sells. So that kind of stuff is a huge part of branding here in the wigosphere. And, um, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna stop rambling because this video is going on for almost twice, oh, actually three times the length of the original video that I was supposed to be making a commentary on. Um, hopefully this has been entertaining to you instead of a snooze fest. If you have any specific videos as a patron that you would like me to do as a commentary in subsequent months, let me know and I'd be super happy to see what I can do for you because obviously you guys are helping me create this content so I'd like to make content you want me to make. So thank you so much for watching and uh, I look forward to seeing you next time. Bye bye everybody and thank you for being a patron.
Thank you for listening to this patron-only podcast from sisterwigs.com. We hope to bring more to you in the future. Please let us know about the audio quality in this, as this is our first attempt at making a podcast. So if you have any recommendations or things that you'd like us to do more or less of, we're all ears. Thank you so much for watching, or in this case, listening, and have a lovely evening. Bye-bye. Thank you.